could be one of us. You can have fun of us. I'm Jagoff James with me is Stank Steph. And then there's Dumpler David listening to Common Ride with me as we talk about the Garbage Pail Kids for our book club. And become Garbage Pail Kids ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Let's be real. I've been a Garbage Pail Kid my entire life. I can't believe none of us was the Bukaki Kid. We're really slipping, guys. No B names. No B names, yeah. Oh, damn. Well, I say we stop get someone whose name starts with a B and then start all over again. Yeah. Uh, this is a, the garbage pill kids. This is the whole thing. I thought we needed a little breather between like Deno and Nagaro. So here's this paltry offering. I've like for you. <laughs> How's everyone doing this week though? Eh, you're doing all right. I, man, I had a weird sleep schedule where i got home yesterday and went to bed like almost immediately woke up at 2 a.m and walked to the convenience store at like five in the morning yeah i kind of wondered because usually when we're about to record you say i'm gonna go to the store real quick and i'll be right back today you were like uh might just fall asleep you guys hold on a minute <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what's your go-to like late night like grab if you're like hungry at like 2 a.m though like david um if I'm hungry at 2 a.m., I just hope that I have something in the fridge. Honestly, though, like, if if I'm going to grab anything, it's going to be, like, cereal or something. I don't know. There's just cereal always hits the spot. But I don't have cereal that often here. Okay. Like, I know that, like, it's, like, uh, there's probably, like, different stuff. Like, I'm sure, like, you can't get, like, the 7-Eleven, like, taquitos. But, like, that kind of stuff. Like, there was a, a like, time in my life where, like, what, what was 2 a.m. when I was, like at, like, at a convenience store? I was like, all right. Time to just, like, destroy myself. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Like, you can get, like, fried chicken here at the the at the at register, but not something I would personally get. But that's just me. Yeah. Um. What's your, like, if you, like, right now, Steph, or, like, late night somewhere, you're like, oh, man, it's, like, 2 in the morning, I need to eat something, and it needs to be bad. What would you get? So, are we talking just convenience stores or are we assuming there's like diners or what's the deal uh, here? let's say convenience store for now that's a good like version of this i think okay convenience store i have to say that i despite the fact that i know it's horrible for me love to try uh pizza at convenience stores mm. it's never gonna be good i know that but i just i have to try it i don't know what it is for me so that's definitely a, a slice of pizza if I can get a hold of one. Yeah, bad pizza is like bad sex. Like at least like someday, like you know, your grandkids about it. You still had pizza, yeah. Uh, but no, um, <laughs> yeah, for me, um, I love to get like bad late night food. But like my favorite thing is like traveling, and like it's one thing if you're like at like a weird like if you just start in the middle of the day, you're like oh here's some candies. But if it's night, you're just like, well, I'm just like haunting this like store right now. I'm like a monster coming through. <laughs> but yeah. I need some of those uh those uh egg rolls that have been on the roller for about twelve hours now. When I was in Iceland, I got a lot of things that I could not read what they were. Eight of them was like, huh. <laughs> that was something there. But... That was an interesting choice. <laughs> but no, um we're here, of course, as the uh, book club crew uh, to uh, talk about things in depth. And we just finished looking at Comrade Deno. And uh, next time we're starting in the first series of Garo from I think it's 2005, 2006. Um, and uh, that is a 25 episode series. So we're just going to split that up five, five and five. Uh, it's available um, on Blu-ray. It's also like, available other ways uh there is also a ex mile episode we're going to cover that uh is only available on the inner archive <laughs> in much lower quality interesting oh huh, okay it's kind of like the hyper battle video but for garo i think for what i could tell nice okay oh uh, but for today we have a just a nice just cleansing our palate with garbage pail kids the 1987 classic. Mm-hmm. It's, uh... It's... It's definitely a thing. <laughs> it's something you have to see to believe, I think. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who played with the Garbage Pail Kids cards or got them growing up? Like, I did. I know I did. Oh, yeah, definitely. I um, nope. They used to sell them in those 25-cent machines. 
and I'd beg my parents for a quarter to go get one. And I, I think I ended up like three or four of the same one a couple of times. I have to wonder if it was like an American thing because I don't ever remember Definitely. any of my any of my friends or family or anyone at school ever being into Garbage Pail Kids or even knowing what it was. But they were also out in the 80s, and uh, I wasn't born at the time, so that might be why. I'm a little bit young. They were kind of, and I don't know how big even across America they really became, because it, I, even at the time, it was kind of like this niche thing, um, you know, because it was created to make fun of the Cabbage Patch Kids. So. Right. I, I don't know that they ever really even intended for it to get as serious as like having a movie. <laughs> well, two things. One, Art fucking Spiegelman, the creator of like Mouse, is one of the inventors of Garbage Pail Kids, which I think is wild. He's like an actual like, like he's like an actual like legit like cartoonist, like a, just like a he's a real <laughs> voice critically. <laughs> And he did this voluntarily. I, I would like to remind everyone that he did not have a gun to his head. Right. Um, yeah. I did find uh, some names for them internationally. Um, Bukumikan, or Mr. Creepy in Japan. The Garbage Gang in Australia and New Zealand. Uh, La Pandilla Basura, the Garbage Gang in Spain. The Garbage Gang, again, in Israel in a way that I can't even try. Uh, Basarita's trash legs, Latin America. Um, Gango Tilixio slash Loco Mania, trash gang slash Glazio Mania in Brazil. Scorpions, the snotlings in Italy. The snotlings is a good That's appropriate, though, yeah. (laughs) That's a good name for something. Um, Les Kratos, the the filthies in France. Um, And then (laughs) Ditotal Caputin Kids, the totally broken kids in Germany. Well, that's just... Mm. That's a good name. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, on the back of, like, a denim jacket. Yeah, can you imagine, like, if you were the villain having to say that every single time? Who attacked you? Oh, my God, do I have to go through this again? It's That's, like, a very... How do I say? Like, a very Metal Gear name. <laughs> the Totally Broken Kids, like the bosses. Like, the... Les, les, les enfants terribles. <laughs> You know, like it's it's like a very similar name, the Broken Children. That's very much like a um, like who's that character that like reads your save files and like Metal Gear is like, oh, you like sweet Coden. Oh, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Psychomantis. Yeah. Oh, what are the totally broken kids? Uh, but no. Uh, so this movie is one. That, if you could believe it, was not met with great critical or financial success. So no. We'll say there's no franchise here. That's really hard to believe. It uh, was nominated for several awards, though. Okay. Worst picture. Mm. Worst new star. Appropriate. Ooh. Worst original song. Oh. And worst visual effects. How many of those did it win? None. That's a shame. That was a really good year for bad movies. Uh, it it lost worst new star uh to Over the Top, which is a Sylvester Stallone trucker arm wrestling movie. Okay. Yeah, it's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. Oh wait, I know Over the Top. I think I've seen that movie. Oh yeah, it's horrible. How is he like with that movie that's like Over the Top, but it's about like this like underground like knot competition where you have to like tie knots the best. <sighs> I don't know what that's called, but I've seen it or I've seen part of it. But um, and it lost a worst original song to George Michael's I Want Your Sex from Beverly Hills Cop 2. Entirely appropriate. Yes. Mm, okay. And if you can believe it, in 2013, there was going to be a new Garbage Pail Kids movie, but it got canceled. How dare they? That's weird. So... I would have loved to see, like, the 2013, like, let's do Minions with Garbage Pail Kids movie. It would have been a train wreck. Um, But regardless, with the content out of the way, let's talk about uh, this movie and what it has to say about um, America. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the movie opens. We see space and we see all the trading card kids for a, like, trading card version of every character. And this cast, whoa. 
the amazing man, the great man CD. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You got Dodger. You got Tangerine. What a name with Tangerine. Tangerine. Are people actually named Tangerine? I sincerely hope not. I was thinking about that, and actually, it makes sense because the movie takes place in the '80s. So her parents probably would have been born in like the '60s and been teenagers in the '70s. So, okay. yeah, if they were really into like the hippie culture, maybe. Okay. I thought she was called Tangerine because she, she was Juice's main squeeze. Uh, <laughs> okay. You know what? We're going with your version. And then there's the Garbage Pail Kids. And let's decide for ourselves if we think they had a woke agenda by who they picked out of the cast. <laughs> <laughs> Greaser Greg. Valerie Volvet, Alligator, Foul Phil, Nat Nerd, Wendy Winston, and Messy Tessie. Um, I should also note that um, this movie does have Santa, Gandhi, and Abe Lincoln in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll come later. And uh, the um, two other friends of the older kids um, are Wally and Blythe. So, forget that. Um, this movie just starts with a child being chased by adults in the park. Yep. And getting brutally bullied. In front of several witnesses. Mm-hmm. Yes. And no one does a thing. Just like real life. Yep. Just another day. How old did you all think these characters were at this scene? Uh, the kid who's playing Dodger looks like a... He looks like maybe he's like 12. Yeah. I was thinking about 12 or 13. Um, he says he's 14, almost 15 later, but he looks 12. Yeah. Right. Um, as far as like the bullies go, they all looked like they were early 20s, late teens. Like, there's a pretty big uh, disparity there to be picking on someone his age, was my first thought. Maybe we should, like, run through these characters real quick, because there's... So, Juice is the leader, and he loves Miami Vice, and apparently is a big-time criminal and drug runner. Who looks like he's, like, maybe 16 max. Mm-hmm. They make reference to him, like, um, making people swim in the cement underneath like a building Mm -hmm. and then also like yeah when you get it over the border put it in the warehouse that's fine yeah he's he's just so he's just such a bad dude yeah which is so at odds with the fact that he's running around picking on a 14 year old (laughs) yeah come on these two things do not align with each other people who are big time drug dealers don't care what teenagers are doing ever so uh there's just a lot there he has Wally, who is this boy who just seems to, to dress like an utter, just, uh, he has real power bottom energy, this Wally. Just always in crop tops and mesh shirts and, like, leather harnesses. We know who Juice's real love was. There was no question there. And also, this is a case of horny nepotism, because Wally is played by um, PJ Atunum. And the director is Rod Katunum, so he casts his own son as this horny teen. <laughs> okay. That's mm. that's a that's a thought for everyone to like But didn't care enough to give him any lines or anything. Like he knew. <laughs> then there's Bly, who is super cool and just looks like a wrestler the yeah. whole time. It has super strength, question mark. I don't know. She's just like very cool. And likes to beat people up. Yeah. Anytime some real big things go down, the guys just look at her like, are you going to take care of this? And then there's Tangerine, who maybe the most looks like she could be 17 or like 16. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. But she's hot. And our main dude, Dodger, likes her. For some reason. <laughs> well, she's hot. Okay. Is fair. the reason. All right. Yeah. And he's 14. I mean, he doesn't really care about her personality. No, apparently not. And Dodger, of course, goes to work at the antique shop of the old magician who um, he's implied is like this, like, has been living through hundreds of years across humanity and stuff and like knows all this like different stuff about the world. And he knows magic, but he goes to his antique store and it gets cleaned up and is told, make sure you don't open that pail. It's Pandora's pail. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, he makes this whole like just this long-winded speech about like explaining who Pandora was and all this other stuff and he's like, "Oh, well, don't open that box." And like realistically, what's in the box is like not that bad. You know, like Pandora like mm-hmm. gave the world sin and we got the garbage pail kids. I really feel like a gun could have solved this movie. <laughs> <laughs> in several situations, yes, absolutely. But um I should notice that um that <laughs> this of course leads to Dodger flags down Tangerine and is like, "Hey, got some cool stuff for your fashion." She had makes fashion um and then the gang comes in to beat the shit out of him again. <laughs> What they do to him is wild. It's a, a serious overreaction to the circumstances, yes. They open the sewer. Uh-huh. And they go down there where a bunch of pipes are labeled IRS, Primetime TV, Toxic Waste, City <laughs> Zoo, CIA, Men's Room, and Hot Tub. And they break a pipe to cover him in sewage. And then seal them in the sewer again. I will say is it reading things in the background was one of the most fun parts of this movie. Oh, it's such a good gag. Because there was just, yes, there were so many wild things just hanging out in the scenery. It was absolutely insane. Yeah. This, however, leads to introduction of the Garbage Pail Kids who come down to help him and everybody. Let's just go really quick. Uh, The Garbage Pail Kids. Who do you remember? Who's here? Who's our team? Okay, uh, let me see if I can name them all. Okay, you got Greaser Greg. He's one. Valerie Vomit. Uh, Alligator. Uh, the farting guy, Windy Winston. Then you have something Phil. Foul Phil. Foul, foul Phil, Phil, that's, that's it. Foul right. Phil. And then uh, you have the nerd whose name I can't recall. And then the the messy Tessie. I think that's it, right? The seven of them. Yeah. Nat Nerd. Nat, Nat Nerd. nerd. Yeah, okay. Can, can we like talk about Nat Nerd for a hot second? Like <laughs> yes. All all of the other like characters, you know, Valerie Vomit, her whole thing is she vomits. Wendy Winston, his whole deal is like he fucking farts all the time, right? And then Nat's just a nerd. Like that dude has several things going on and not oh, mentioning the yeah. fact that he just wets himself at any given opportunity. And not only does he piss himself at any opportunity, sometimes he thinks it's funny. Yeah. Sometimes he's deeply embarrassed though. Yeah, he's got very conflicted feelings about this ability of his. He's also like very curly-haired superman covered in pimples and like some of it makes sense, but he's just like a He's a complicated character. I think they're all complicated, but I'm glad you brought up Nat Nerd because I want to go through each of these like like people mm-hmm. and just talk about them. Okay. Greaser Greg. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> what a charmer. Greaser Greg has it pretty easy compared to everybody else, actually. Greaser Greg has a pretty good... He's just likes to slick his hair back. He's fine. So, like, my question is, like, What's their like? Are they in the implying that all greasers are bad? Is that like their implication? I, I don't know. He's just a greaser. It was a card idea, probably, but they came from outer space, and they're we, we should know they're all played by by little people in costumes, so of they course. are all like child size, mm-hmm. which is one of those things that like as a fan of practical effects, there's some part of me that enjoys it, and there's also part of me that's like I don't like this. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure there's an ethical way to do casting like this, but yeah. Um, but he's a greaser because it's cool, because it's like a cool design. Mm-hmm. I guess, but all the rest of them had like actual, like aberrant things about them. And his was just like he was stuck in the 50s. Like there was really, I'm with David, there was really no like thing for his character. Oh, um, I'm checking now, and apparently he's. <laughs> has really bad premature ejaculation. Um that okay, okay, they could have clarified that in the movie and we wouldn't have been so confused. There's a like a like 4 hour cut that's at 4 3 that they just like didn't put out. Oh, that's Is bullshit. that where the grease comes from? 
Yeah. Actually, having greasy hair would make more sense than the premature ejaculation. You're right. But mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Too late. It's canon. He's he's just a greaser. He doesn't have any problems with everyone else. So I'd just be a little bit dated. Okay. So that nerd, what he was messy. Tessie is a problem. <laughs> okay. She's a health code violation. She kept touching stuff, but also her thing is that she's just messy, right? Like she has all snot. But if she just like got a tissue, she'd basically be fine. I feel like, right? I I think the thing is like it's supposed to be never ending. Right. Oh, okay. Because I mean, she uses it to like glue the things onto the clothes too. Ugh. Just like some real like. KY jelly like leftover from like aliens or something. It's 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 a thing. Foul Phil. He's a baby with bad breath. Uh-huh. He's a literal man child. He's yeah. He's like actually a man child. The fact that he like keeps calling people mommy and kissing them and like stealing their hot dogs, he's like probably the most ontologically scary, where he's like, huh, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> What are the implications here? <laughs> then um, there is Alligator, who I think is the only design that, like, isn't maximum scary. Mm-hmm. He just looks like if an alligator was really into coke. <laughs> I could see that, yeah. I like if an alligator merged with Doc Brown. Yes, like I was... Kind of say like an alligator Gary Busey, but Doc Brown works too. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like a anthropomorphic alligator, so he kind of like gets away from everything. It's like, oh, like, like I'll ask the question later, but like in my mind, of all of the Garfield kids, if you met them, you'd be least frightened of alligators. Like, oh, that, that's just a weird alligator monster. That's not human resembling. Yeah, and like his thing right. is, he wants to bite people's toes, which is the exact same way my Pomeranian picks a fight. So I would just be like, aw, and pet him on the head. Like, I, I would just I mean, wouldn't think just, twice about him. He's just a foot fetish, that's all. He's an alligator of a foot fetish. Yeah, he just has a foot fetish. I mean, he's no worse than, uh, what's-his-face, what makes the movies, you know, the guy? Hmm? Harvey Weinstein? No, 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 the other guy. Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino, Quentin Tarantino. that's what I'm thinking of. He notoriously has a bad foot fetish. Allegedly, allegedly, don't sue me. I don't think it's alleged. I think he's like come out and said like 100%. I'm still covering my ass. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, were foot fetishes not were they a th- were they a thing people knew about like commonly at this point? Oh yeah, 100. percent I mean, porn's always been around, right? I guess, but like it's it of all of the fetishes, not of all of the fetishes that people talk about a lot. Foot fetish seems like the one that was most helped by the internet because it must be hard to like get like weird VHS music. There's no feet in here. Damn it. I I have to disagree. I believe that that would actually be eating ass because that seems to be the biggest thing on the internet the past five or so years. I mean, half of these characters are just fetishes. That's true. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> am I wrong? <laughs> yeah, like a baby fetish or like pee fetish. Um, vomit. Let's move on yeah. to Valerie Vomit, actually. Yeah. The first of our characters that looks like deeply like she's in blackface. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Yeah. A Cabbage Pack kid looks like a weird, messed up doll until you make it black. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, no. This looks like some old art. Like they all kind of like look. There's a lot of like old like Irish stuff that like you could say for like the general like Cabbage Patch like kids like design. Like I've done like a lot of like reading and like looking at like different stuff on like 1920s and like 19 like 30s like comics and like strips. However, we don't really think about that the same way now. Or like right. that's that doesn't come up as much as the blackface concern. But for sure, a Valerie Vomit is just. She's my least favorite because she keeps trying to kiss and make out with people and she vomits. <laughs> she literally asks Dodger at one point, hey, want to suck face? Right. Uh, yeah. It's And it's bizarre because they're supposed to literally be children. I mean, and right. I guess technically he is too, but because of like how small they are and how they behave, you're thinking of them as much younger. So it really does add like this creepy undertone to it. They're also aliens, too, which 
barely comes up. Well, I mean, once again, fetishes. So my thing about. Oh, wait. Let's say you met somebody. You are single and you meet somebody and they're like totally doing it for you. You find out their last name is Vomit or like it's like French. It's like Vomay. What do you do? Uh, not take their last name if we get married. Yep. In my mind, like I'm like imagining, like it's like like your stereotypical, like oh, I was visiting uh, um this new city and I met this girl and her last name was Vame. I'd be like, oh well, I don't know about this one. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah. Uh, and then then there's Wendy Winston who also has that potentially <laughs> potentially problematic problematic <laughs> look. Yeah. He farts a lot. Uh, he farts so hard that he rips people's like hair off and like, causes them to pass out. And yeah, yeah. But then the part where he pretends he's gonna fart and then says, "Just joking, gotcha." I I did have to giggle at that. It it was pretty funny. If you had to watch a garbage pail kid, which one would you most want to? And which one would you least want to watch? Like babysit. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Like four hours. Yeah. It's hard, right? Mm. Yeah. Mm. I probably would want to watch uh Phil the most because he honestly is the least problematic. I mean, aside from the whole mommy and daddy issue thing, he doesn't really like get into too much, so he'd probably be pretty easy to watch. I mean, I can I mean, handle him calling me. Like Greg is pretty normal ish. Does have a knife. Yeah. Oh, that's true. He does have a knife. I'm going to say Wendy Winston. Yeah. As a personality fit, he also seems like he'd just be down to, like, play Halo or something. Or, like, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, you could always just open the windows and turn the fan on. And I've, like, I've definitely dealt with hanging out with somebody who farts. Yeah. Mm. I think we all have. Um, least want to watch, definitely, uh, Messy Tessie. Could not handle having to clean up when she left. Nat nerd for me understandable i would just put him out back just be like go play in the yard you're fine <laughs> that's not what i thought you meant by out back <laughs> yeah you would take him out back with shotgun like old yeller just like Psh. yep sorry start Dad. playing Psh. in the rain boy no no hesitation just immediately shoot him <laughs> the second he turns the corner <laughs> don't look don't look he looks like if like junji ito made chucky finster <laughs> Am I wrong? (laughs) Oh, that's like, wow, that is such a comparison, but you're not wrong. Uh, Oh, God. (laughs) Who would you least want to babysit? These pants, they were made for me. They were made for me. Uh, this is my pee hole. It was made for me. Gotta find the mommy that was made for me. Yeah. So wait, 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 sorry, what was your question? Which one of these kids would you least want to babysit? Least? Least want to babysit. Oh, God. You know, I'm gonna say probably it's gotta be Nat Nerd, but, but like a long shot. Because, like, cleaning up piss all the time is just not fun. Like, farting is like, okay, yeah, you know, crack a window. And, like, some kid who, like, has, like, a weird Oedipus complex where he needs to find his mom all the time is, is kind of weird. But, I mean, vomit, that's that's also annoying. But piss all the time. Mm-hmm. At least Valerie Vomit seemed like she could, like, control her powers for, for good. Control her vomiting for good. Yeah, because we only actually see her do it once, yeah. And she did it on purpose. Like, on command, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather, like, hang out with somebody who vomits when punched in the stomach versus pees without, with no control. That's yeah, exactly. Good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because I feel like a lot of us, if you punched us hard enough in the stomach, that would exactly be the reaction you'd get. So it's not abnormal, really. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, uh, these kids are a lot, but, uh... We need to talk about some other energy in this movie, though, and that is that 
immediately after the kids save um, Dodger, he takes a bath in the room with everybody. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little weird. We don't see where he lives, but I kind of thought it was implied that he lived next door. But maybe that's just where Tangerine lives. But he takes a bath so he can keep working. But also, he's not seen like doing any work besides like giving cereal to the kids. But he takes a bath and everyone looks at him. It's like, ah, oh, nice legs. Want to <laughs> suck face? <laughs> and yeah, uh, he gets a lot of weird fits. Like he starts this movie getting a dashiki to wear. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But yeah. Um, and then like his scenes of Tangerine are so weird because we don't know how old anybody is. So just like, what's going on? Why is she doing like a basic instinct, like showing her like panties while she's like in this chair, like moving her legs? Why is she, like she like crossing over her like braless chest? And is she also a minor? And also, no, don't do this. Yeah, that kind of bugged me because just I don't know if it was because of how they did her makeup or what, but there did look like there was a pretty significant age gap between them and definitely a maturity gap. So it kind of gave me the ickies to see her like manipulating him with her body the way she did. I was like, "Mm, this is this is problematic. Yeah, um, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, it's not. It was not. I mean. Let's not focus on it. Like if it's like bad, this is just a weird movie to have like the plot line be this 14 year old really wants to have sex with a 17 year old. Right. So he's going to yep. make his make these children that he found work. Do slave labor. <laughs> Do slave, slave labor. labor. Yes. And I should note, I doubt Captain Manzini or Dodger or like Tangerine are in the cars. It's just like we have this other script. Let's add the garbage mail gets to it. Right, yeah, they're they're just like mm-hmm. whatever. Um, yeah, Doctor Manzini though, like, what a character! Yeah, he's the only person that's like any grace to him. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> uh, but so like the clothes Paul happens like he goes to help her sell clothes at the club, sees her take her shirt off, is like, whoa! And this kid sells being a little like fourteen year old pervert pretty well. He's very good at that. I mean, it's uh, not acting at that point. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I had the same look on my face and I wasn't even there. She like makes him promise to get her like a dozen outfits and like is like, oh, like make sure little you don't get killed by juice. And he's like, I'm too happy to die. <laughs> okay. Can we talk about something? Yeah. Every single time that they said juice, it sounds like they're saying Jews. And it really? cannot just be me. Yes, I he- Oh, don't let the juice get you. <laughs> and it's like, come again? What? I was thinking of OJ Simpson a little bit, but like, I, I, <laughs> don't let, get that. Don't let the juice, let the juice get, get you. <laughs> juice Honestly, will kill you. He'll strangle you with his with his bare hands. <laughs> Just make sure he's not wearing gloves. What would his garbage pail kid name be? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Judicial juice. <laughs> Extra judicial juice. Strangly Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, but then we find out that this movie is a musical. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the best gags of the movie, though, is that they go th- and like the place is non-union sweatshop. Oh my god, I love that so much. I busted out laughing when I caught that. And then rewound it to make sure I read that right. There's some really funny background gags in this there movie. Is, I have to yes. give it to them for that. Like, like just some of them are really funny. Uh, they have their song um Working with Each Other. That they <laughs> Which is my earworm. Yeah. Uh but like <laughs> just great props here like great background stuff but they just like break into this place and like are like oh we're borrowing this as they steal multiple like sewing machines <laughs> and they finish and then they want to go to the movies right i mean they deserve it oh, they worked boy. hard yeah man like they don't get a wage so like at least let them go to the fucking movies I, they are literally working in a non-union sweatshop mm-hmm. yeah man let them go to the fucking movies and steal people's hot dogs do you think that the elves wanted to get the cobbler laid and he was 14? I mean, they're not very good friends if they didn't. But uh, 
So the this movie has a couple sponsors. Definitely Pepsi, because they have a whole scene about Pepsi. Probably Suzuki, because they have a bunch of like toy trucks for the kids. And then probably Converse, because all their shoes are Converse. And that's a very funny like set to me. <laughs> I have to wonder though, right? Like, is that just like a coincidence or like are they actually sponsored? Like, who knows? Um, I saw on the wiki that Pepsi actually did sponsor them. So that's how oh, they got bad like, move, Pepsi, Pepsi truck. Yeah, really a nice investment there. But as far as like the converse and everything, they didn't mention that. Not to say it didn't happen. Maybe it's just not something that was as public. What's the movie? What's the version? Okay. Is there a version of this movie that like that works, though, like where it becomes like little monsters or something? It's like, oh, no, like I met a garbage pail kid and then we got into hijinks. I think I mean, hijinks doesn't sue in this movie. I think that this needed to lean. Um, it need to lean a little bit more Gremlins 2 mm-hmm. and just go well, into does. like the wacky hijinks. Yeah, it kind of felt like they couldn't decide whether they wanted to be like a a light kind of like social justice message or just be this ridiculous comic movie. And they right, ended exactly. up finding somewhere in between that could border on offensive and could also be kind of innocuous so it's a really weird space to occupy for a movie and they only had like four sets so it just kind of felt like crank anchors that old comedy central show about mm-hmm. like crank calling <laughs> everybody remembers like crank yankers <laughs> i do unfortunately but, but yes yeah, uh but so like they go to the movies <laughs> they split up five of them go to this movie that's just playing a three stooges bit and just harass people endlessly yep. and steal their food and everything. <laughs> and call them only, mommy. Yeah. Not only that, they, they do the, the three kids stacked in a trench coat, except none of them are stacked. So it's just <laughs> five little people in trench coats and, like, fedoras going to a movie in, like, 1988. We get kind of, like, a RoboCop Judge Dread vibe to this, like, city a little bit, because they never named it. It's, like, this weird, like, crime city full of people doing stuff and, like, owned by teenagers so it's like what's go like is this a real place is this dystopian like so like just the fact that there's like people enjoying themselves at a movie without being harassed we're like oh this is like the one time they're safe and these kids show up now it's just detroit it's or yeah. like it kind of reminded me of like the um the older batman movies like the way they represented gotham and the first couple of them um it kind of had that feel to it for me okay yeah uh it had like a weird vibe to it. Like it felt very like out of time, but also like I do miss kind of like the old version of like cities from the eighties and movies too. Mm-hmm. I was thinking though, that like with that scene where they're terrorizing the theater, if they did that now, you would have all of the theaters go theater goers thinking it was like some kind of uh, promotion. Like it had been set up that way and they would just go along with it because they would assume they were going to be on like some kind of video or something like a weird marketing thing. What's the one that like just stopped like minioning or whatever, where like people wear suits to minions and it was like a thing. I don't know. Oh, the yeah. the groom movie or whatever. And also to me, that's the same. Like, OK, you're wearing the suits to see what's wrong with that. I don't know. But <laughs> What? <laughs> Imagine you're in a movie. You're just like, oh man, I've like really wanted to see Nope, and then the garbage <laughs> pail kid show up. I I feel like a guard garbage pail kid would get punted if they tried to steal my movie snack. So I'm pretty serious about those. Oh, like would fight or flight win though, Steph? I'm not sure if fight or flight would win there. <laughs> just take some popcorn, you little shit. Get out of here. Put on a mask. <laughs> uh, but. The other crew goes to the salty spittoon or the toughest bar <laughs> in the world. <laughs> <laughs> bar in the world. And also a great gag. Uh, but like they go in and like alligator who is later called the natural leader of the kids. And I was like, not greaser Greg, but okay, sure. Yeah. It's weird. He like goes in and looks at people's feet. Cause he just, he he starts just talking about toes and toes and toes and dude. I this, told you he is a foot fetishist. I'm not joking. This makes me think of like how Thundercats had that like, um, that gag reel of just people swearing and like it's just like oh like somebody <laughs> backstage just like oh like make sure you keep saying 
I'm gonna get your toes. I'm gonna get your toes. But he bites somebody's toes off, and they all beat him up. And then the other Windy Winston, I think, drives the repaired like motorcycle in, farts somebody's like skin off, and then they just all like dance. And they go, "These kids got guts." He's got guts. You got moxie, kid. And I'll be honest, uh, that's the least logical thing this movie to me. But okay. <laughs> the least logical or the most logical? Maybe. Like, maybe there's like, oh, we're bikers. We love children. Sure, and alligators. Not. Especially ones that bite our toes off. Yeah, but uh, this movie then has two incredible endpoints that. If you ask me what should go in the Garbage Pail Kids movie, I would not have guessed. There's a fashion show that Tangerine is doing through McGundy's, McBundy's like department store to show off her wares. Yep. And they have to like work overtime to have outfits for it. And there is... <laughs> they have to find the other Garbage Pail Kids at the state home for the ugly. <laughs> they don't make movies like this anymore. <laughs> they sure don't. That part where the uh, the guy goes to capture that girl and she just turns around and straight a cabs him like that was that was such a satisfying scene to me. Go suck a rope. <laughs> yeah, go those, suck a rope. Those kids what don't a give line. a fuck. <laughs> but the idea there's like dog catchers going around. They'd capture a girl in a mask and she'd take the mask and be oh, sorry, you're not ugly. That's so wild. <laughs> I still can't get over Ghosts Like a Rope. That is such a <laughs> such a fucking zinger. <laughs> and she delivers it flawlessly, just the right amount of contempt in her voice. That's how like Jack Bauer like deals with terrorists sucking rope. Just like I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um <laughs> There's this whole bit where they're like trying to find it and they find it, but they can't get in because they don't want to sneak, so they're just like asked to come in and they can't. So then they're like, oh, well, we'll help you. And then they just don't <laughs> at all. And we just see the garbage show kids like hanging out. And like there's a scene where Greaser Greg and like Messy Tessie like come out from like under a table and like they've been playing doctor and like she does something like, oh, like don't stick that there. He's like, oh, but I want to stick it there. Like what? I Yeah, that part made me shudder because I was like, yep, totally missed that all the times I watched it as a kid. Yeah, I don't know, but Tangerine beats them. <laughs> and she's such a bitch the whole time. Oh, she's such a bitch. This movie doesn't know what it wants to do with Tangerine. There are times where she's just kind of like, seems like she's kind of into Dodger. And there's times where she's just like, oh, I don't care. I'm just trying to get mine. Right. Mm -hmm. But uh, she locks them up so they can't come to the fashion show, even though they made all the clothes. And then gives the key to juice in them. Um, and. They come in, they capture them, and bring them to state over the ugly for a bounty. Which, the, uh, this is actually the most scary thing of this movie. Like, if you are like seven years old and you see this movie, you're like, is that real? <laughs> <laughs> well, especially if you read the signs, like, too fat, too skinny. You're looking at that going, oh my god, what do I do? Um, Too old. Too bald, too weird, too fat, too skinny, too gross. Um, One was, I think, too, too disabled or something. Too pale, too silly, too crippled. Yeah, that's what it was. And like too fat is Santa Claus. Too weird is a clown. Too skinny is Abe Lincoln. Uh, too bald is Gandhi. <laughs> so that's where Gandhi went. He didn't get assassinated. He got put in the state's prison after... Uh... After he freed India and gained their independence. <laughs> they, they said, that's great and all, but you're too ugly. You gotta go to the state hospital. We're not gonna extradite you to the United States, <laughs> States for being ugly. Mm -mm. Just for being too bald. And that's, that's a weird thing. Okay, too fat I get. Too bald doesn't make sense. Bald is bald. You're either all the way bald or you're not bald. Yeah. How can you be too bald? Yeah. That's such a bizarre category. If Gandhi had a little bit of hair, fine. That motherfucker, too bald. <laughs> didn't have a mustache, didn't have eyebrows, didn't have eyelashes, didn't have shit. 
you're too ugly for this money, God. You gotta get out of here. You can't be <laughs> on the country's bills. And like, so the thing I like about this is that like this is like fashion police, but worse. Just like, what if there was police for how you look? Just oh wow. Um, and like, there's definitely something that like looks like Weird Al back there too. But <gasps> it, this is like really extreme state-sponsored eugenics. He he was in the prison for being too weird. Yeah. Well, the end of this is that they get a nighttime rescue and then they're like, but right before they like enter the building, they see a like dump truck leaving. And like, it's implied that like before this, that they're going to like squ- squish the prisoners, which is wild because mm-hmm. they can't make any money for having prisoners. If they kill them, like <laughs> that's how prisons work. Come on. But, uh, <laughs> Haven't you learned anything from America? Privatize, yeah, privatize, privatize. But the state home for the ugly, what we find out is that, oh, Captain Banzini was too late. They had them until today where they squished them. All of the other garbage pail kids. That's a plot in this movie. Yeah. A movie for children, mind you. Is it? I mean, subjectively. I don't know. What's this movie rated? PG? G, yeah. PGG. Oh no. It's rated G. Damn. Um, but regardless, um, but this leads to the breakout and the bikers come and uh they <laughs> break them out and they get everyone out. They strip a cop so he can't chase them. <laughs> and yeah, um then they break up the fashion show after they find out the rest of their race is dead. <laughs> <laughs> they've escaped the garbage pail kid holocaust and now they just have to deal with survivor's remorse yep they're traumatized like oh my god our, our PTSD. and so this leads to the big fight and we see like Valerie fighting vomits they get called ugly by the crowd of the show and they fart all over them they beat mm-hmm. up juice and yeah, um, and all's well that ends well. As like Dodger gets approached by Tangerine at the end, she's like, "Ah, oh, but what about you?" And then he's like, "I don't think you're pretty anymore. Not even you're ugly on the inside. You're not pretty yeah. anymore." Yeah, I was just like, "Take that, bitch!" Is that your condition for friendship? Okay, well, we know what you were really after the whole time. There are so many theatrical boys of this time that are like horny but like they're fine kissed he wants to fuck <laughs> yeah bad yeah they're horny but they have morals for some you're reason. a loose cannon cop but you're yeah. horny <laughs> <laughs> you've been fucking on the job again turning your badge <laughs> turning your badge in your cock you're not a cop anymore oh <laughs> uh, but then the um great manzini or mr the wizard <laughs> Captain Manzini to Captain you. Manzini. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Mr. Wizard. He has their spell, which is their reverse theme song. And they just leave out the building. <laughs> right. Get on their little tiny ATVs. Yeah, because they gotta go party. And uh, t- to be continued. I saw no post-credit scene, but I'm assuming that was just like my version didn't have like this like scene where uh, Bruce Campbell shows up and is like, ch-ch-ch got things to do evil dead too you know <laughs> but yeah uh what we think this movie was like weird but there's so many background gags that are like really fucking funny that just like kept you entertained mm-hmm. hmm. I, i'll say as far as movies go definitely not the worst thing i've ever watched yeah it, it's definitely not it's it had a couple of genuinely funny parts it had a couple of parts that Probably could have been more touching if it hadn't been for the rest of the movie around it. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely had some issues. It A lot of the um, character depictions did not age very well. So, but overall, not not terrible. I mean, I don't know that I'd go out of my way to watch it again, but not terrible. I mean, <sighs> hmm. Do you think, I was going to say, do you think, that this aided or destroyed the popularity of the Garbage Pail Kids? 
I don't remember seeing much from them after that. I'm not entirely sure. But like that was also like could have just been the times, you know? Right. Like things were changing in the 90s. Like things got cooler. There was like a bunch of different stuff became popular. Like and like also like in the 90s, like like you had like your first like trading card games like Magic the Gathering and stuff and like Pokemon. So maybe it just like became less of a thing or yeah and movies kind of moved away from that style too though because it it kind of gave me like labyrinth vibes you know there a was little a, bit yeah there was a lot of that kind of like whimsical style of movies for a long time and then by the time the 90s came around everything just got you know tinted and grunge it felt like yeah maybe just like didn't really do well but also there's like so much like mall culture and like different stuff getting popular maybe they just like took a back seat because like it seems like they got like redone in 2003 is like all new so maybe they just like were around or dormant for a while Mm -hmm. what did we think of the the music (laughs) a lot of original songs of this i um i i liked like not the um like the the vocal songs but like the stuff they always had playing in the background like that really 80s uh-huh. like we'd call synth wave now like that i loved that um just because i like that sound anyway and like i said earlier that we can do anything song is probably going to be stuck in my head for the next decade because i remember it doing the same thing as a kid otherwise hated the rest of the music i think you could be a garbage pale kid and working together are very much like songs that you find out like hey like punk band in like 2003 covered and like you're like oh this is fun (laughs) and that's the the mess they are yeah or maybe even like an edm version (laughs) heavy drop right in the middle (laughs) heavy drop is my garbage pill kids name there you go i love it oh yeah uh is this (laughs) (laughs) tokusatsu Um, no uh, one no. transforms into a garbage pail kid, so I'm gonna say no. I'd love to see a tokusatsu version. If, of if this, Dodger so. ch- had the ability to like transform into a garbage pail kid, then yes, I would 100% agree with you that this is tokusatsu, but I don't think so. I mean, it's live action like effects, it's special effects, there's suits, <laughs> there's stuff. I mean, okay, but so is every other movie. Oh, yeah, you're really know, reaching yeah. here. <laughs> no, but it's. It's toku enough to be covered on this show. How's that? Uh, I think you're scraping the bottom of the can <laughs> on that one. Is Gremlins toku? No, because no one... Tra- I, my... <laughs> well... You're hmm. gonna make David bust a vein. It's not just, like, transformation stuff. Like, you wouldn't talk about it, but also, it's technically. There's lots of technically. There in has the genre. to be a transformation for, for me to think that it's tokusatsu. Well, Dodger went from a boy to a man. Not really, though. He didn't even touch any boob. Like he got a he, he got a neck yeah. kiss. That's about it. He like bunted. Yeah, he bunted. Yeah, no, like, uh, yeah, he bunted. <laughs> no, um, there's a large swath of like older movies of TV that have enough practical effects you could technically call them toku, but not really. But also, I just wanted to watch this movie as the perfect middle ground between. Comrader Deno and Garo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love yeah, it. Yeah, well. How many how many background gags are in Garo? Well, this is a middle ground, so there doesn't have to be any for it to tell. Okay. Right. <laughs> sure. Okay. Fair Probably enough. some. I'm no, gonna look uh, for him anyway. I don't know. Like if, if like Dodger got possessed by alligator or like Greaser Greg. Greaser Greg is basically Mamotros. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you're he not wrong. a little bit more, definitely. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. He solves problems the exact same way, right? Like, oh, he let's does. just cut him with my knife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Oh, no. God. <laughs> and the Captain Manzini is like the owner. It works out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's their, yeah, he's their mystical, magical guide. In the background, just pretty much functionally useless. Does yeah. that make Dodger uh, Ryotaro? That makes Juice Gao. <laughs> mm. yeah juice can't be kai because he's not not nearly as lame as kai Mm-mm. but i'll bet his uh partner in crime could be kai 
Oh, maybe. Foul fill is roots roast. <laughs> I can Mommy. see that. Sorry, David. What were you saying? No, I was going to say uh, uh, Kai's uh, equivalent in this would be the the lady who just like always laughs at Juice doing like ridiculous shit. Like at the start of the movie, she's like, oh, these are my kind of guys. Absolute psychopaths. And see, she like and laughs I was as they throw say- them in a puddle. I was going to say she could be Hana because she's the one who just goes around beating people up. Maybe. But no. Uh, what are genres? And the answer is they're bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and on this podcast, we like to step all over those boundaries. I mean, yeah. But so this is horrifying like Garo and has a cast of characters like Ditto. Look at that. Uh but no, um, I just wanted to cover something a little different. Um, and this was definitely different. Um, so we have a couple questions, though, um, that we always end our show with. <laughs> and first okay. off, who are your top three favorite characters? Oh, shit. Oh, man. OK, <laughs> I knew this would get you. <laughs> hmm. This is hard, right? It is hard. There's such an ensemble cast. <laughs> Let's say in no order, like David, Steph, and me, we'll like do like one at a time. How's that? Cool. Okay, sure. Does that make it easier? I'm thinking like how to order my three. I think I have my three. Okay. Pretty picked out here. Okay, we're gonna go from the bottom up. I'm gonna say uh hmm, I'm gonna say Captain Manzini is my number three. Cause he's Ooh. just like kind of kind of mystical and magical, and I kinda like the actor who plays him, and he's like, all right. Number two is uh greaser greg because he's just like solve all your problems with violence and knives and that's all you got to do and then number one with a bullet is got to be alligator okay makes sense he's just a normal dude really kind of yeah pretty much he just happens to have been transfigured into an alligator there you go transfiguration Uh, but Steph, who are your top three favorite characters? I think probably my favorite um, was Tangerine. I hated that, like we said earlier, they couldn't decide what they were going to do with her character. But everything she did, she made you either love her or hate her in the moment. So she was pretty cool. Um, I'm going to have to also say Valerie Vomit, just because she was so delightfully creepy. Like, I don't know. I, I thought she was fun. and um. Wendy Winston, just because he had such a personality on him. I, I liked his character, too. I'm going to give a shout out to Bly. Uh, she just dressed like a wrestler, had super strength and beat people up. That's pretty good for this show, Props. this uh, movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this show would be if this was like a 23 episode season, this would be incredible, actually. <laughs> but um, let's do um, number two. I'm going to say Captain Manzini, uh, strong, just the only person who puts out a there's nothing bad to say about him in this movie besides the fact he's in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then hmm, probably going to have to go with Alligator. He's had a foot fetish and he was an alligator. Besides that, he was basically like he eats people, but he's like fairly normal. Yeah. Much like. Mads Mickelson, I guess. And who among mm. us doesn't have our quirks? Right. No kink shaming here. Exactly. And like speaking of eating people, like you were just talking about like eating ass stuff. So. Yeah. It's uh, in trend right now. It's in trend. <laughs> it's entrenched. Got it in there. <laughs> there you go. What was everybody's favorite Toku element? An effect? A fight scene? A suit? <laughs> Ooh. You know what I was kind of like impressed by a little bit. Well, maybe not impressed is the wrong word. Um, but uh, I I did like how they the alligator suit actually had like a movable jaw. Mm-hmm. That was pretty neat. And also the effect on like Valerie when she like vomits all over people was like all right. Mm-hmm. It wasn't great, but like that that puke looked chunky. And I appreciate a good chunky puke. <laughs> I really liked um, 
oh, what is it? Dodger's outfit at the fashion show where he was wearing that like that tank top with tails and a bow tie. I don't know why I would never wear something like that, but I just enjoyed how much confidence he showed walking around in that outfit. As far as me, I uh, think I liked. Um, oh, that's hard. Uh, there's so much to choose from. Um, <laughs> I did like how um, they did all those stunts on the back of those vehicles in these outfits that I'm sure they can't see out of. <laughs> and they go through windows. Really shout out to the like suit actors here. Because they did a lot with very little. They're both not thanked, blamed, and probably not compensated enough for what they did. Absolutely. Uh, but last question. What were our best outfits of the bunch? Uh, the outfit when she takes her shirt off. I really like that outfit. Yeah. That's an 80s kid right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David? I liked fucking Captain Manzini's, like, outfits. Like, he's, like, proper... He's, like, not a wizard, but, like, kind of a wizard. But, like, also, he's, like, a ship captain, but not really... Yeah, like, I don't know. He just looked cool. Yeah, he was always serving the looks. Yeah. He was, like, an Italian-American Doctor Who. Yes. Oh, hmm. Outfits here. I thought Dodger and Art outfits. Um. I think um, I did appreciate how there's this point during the fashion show where like a bunch of really generic outfits come in and like the announcer is just like, oh, and here's another black top of a zebra skirt and just like dug it on him. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, you could tell she was pretty over it by that point. Yeah. And like David said, uh, was a baddie <laughs> at a certain point. Mm hmm. Uh. Well, no. Oh, and of course, um, just to reiterate next time, we get the first five episodes of Garo, uh, picture book, Yin Self, Clock, Dinner, and Moonlight. Cool naming uh, scheme there. But uh, until then, um, Dave, where can people find you when you're uh, not talking about Garbage Pail Kids? <laughs> it's hard, I know. Well, you can find, I know, it's... What a what a rough time. Um, no, you can find me on the Tokyo Fresh podcast on Instagram and also at our podcast if you want to listen to it. Uh, and then you can find me on my personal Instagram at Zyrell. Uh, I haven't used it in a while, but again, like I said, if you send me a message, I'll definitely answer it. Okay, Def. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at nobody much or at www.arcademilitia.com. And uh, you could find uh, me um, at uh, Twitter.com at Terrence Forge. You could find the podcast at Common Rider with me on social media. Uh, there's Cavalry.com for episodes and articles. There's Cavalry.com uh, slash episodes for uh, links out to different platforms. And you can rate review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and I guess Pandora now, but I don't worry too much about the last one. Uh, there is a slash merch. Links out to our merch with all the proceeds going to Trans Lifeline. Uh, and then there was supposed to be slash Bukake. Turns out that redirect doesn't work. I checked it. It seems like it might be an issue uh, of <laughs> standards. <laughs> Unfortunate. Of Unfortunate. That's just because they don't know what it really means. Yeah. <laughs> Over the top. <laughs> On top. What would these be in? What would a Japanese garbage pail kids be was my thought. But then I realized it would just be like the trainers in the first Pokemon game. It would just be like nerd and like bug catcher and all that. <laughs> Uh, but no, I guess, uh, what did we learn today, everybody? Mm, I learned you gotta watch your toes. Watch your toes. He's gonna come get them. Get <laughs> someone will come get your toes. If it's not me, it'll be someone else. Watch your toes? Uh, watch your fluids. <laughs> mm. Careful. And then what do you got, Steph? What's your lesson? <laughs> Uh, we can do anything by working with each other. We can do anything by working with each other. Everyone! We <laughs> no. I refuse. <laughs> David will not jump on the joy train with us. No. I, I do not uh, ascribe to manual forced labor in slave camps to make clothing. <laughs> I will. I will not do your your sing song, she sea shanty. 
your non-union sweatshop bullshit. Yeah, your non-union sweatshop bullshit. (laughs) Non-union sweatshop. (laughs) She shanties, yes. Or or forward. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well. Good night, everyone, and snot. See you later. What a movie. Is there a common ride with me that name for the podcast that isn't just come on Larry or whatever? I don't know. You just invented a whole new type of show. This is a come on Larry show. <laughs> Man, Larry David and Tom Greed really had nothing to do, huh? Yeah, they, they got bored during the pandemic. <laughs>